Welcome to Wine and Wisdom Podcast. I'm Dee Owens. You can follow our Instagram page at wine underscore wisdom podcast. You can also follow our Facebook page. Today I have Caitlin as a guest. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Hi. You can follow her TikTok page at Master Kate. Yes. Yes. Um, go check her out. Um, today's episode is really, 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 really going to be um interesting i'm gonna put a disclaimer right at the beginning of the episode this episode may be triggering it may also be um I, it may be a lot of things um yeah definitely a trigger warning um accurate. we're going to be getting into mental health this month um and um with mental health you know it comes a lot of you know, information, a lot of baggage. So I'm just going to put that right out there at the beginning of the episode. Um, But today we're going to be talking about um, borderline personality disorder. Caitlin is going to be sharing her experience with living with BPD and how, you know, basically it affects her life and everything. So I'm really, really excited because this is something that I don't think that's talked about enough. I'm honestly since me and you've been talking is the most that I've been educated on it. So again, thank you so much for coming and being so open and honest and willing to share with everyone and educate everyone. Oh, thank you so much for the platform to even speak on it. Cause I feel like not enough people in our area are speaking on it. So it's really awesome to be doing this with you. Thank you. Yes. It's going to be, I feel like everyone's going to learn a lot today, um, including me, um, even more that I've already learned from you. Um, But let's first, let's, um, what I'm going to do is first tell everybody what exactly borderline personality disorder is according to, you know, when you look it up. Okay. So basically borderline personality disorder, also known as BPD, is a mental um, illness that centers on the inability to manage emotions effectively. Disorder. This disorder occurs in the context of relationships. Sometimes all relationships are affected, sometimes only one. It usually begins during adolescence or early adulthood. So really quickly, just from that definition, does that like sound like very familiar? I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that BPD stems from trauma, and it definitely uh, is a personality disorder. It's definitely a mental illness. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I know, like you have your own meaning, but that's what it says. Um, also, the resource that I'm using is also on the National Education Alliance for Borderline Personality Disorder. So, if you want to go on their website and check that out, guys, um, and look up the information, that's where I'm getting some of my um, resources and statistics from today. Um, from that website. So I'm drinking sweet sangria. Today's episode is really exciting because we're actually doing it virtually. So we're not together, but we're definitely together. So it's a little different today, but we, we're we uh, going with the flow. But um, first off, Caitlin and I, we met in high school. Um, so we've known each other for a great amount of time. And she's always been very open and very... Um, how can I say this? Like, you're very, like, I like how you, you're just very open. 
like I don't know how else I can say it. I really like that you you're just yourself, and I don't think that you um, should be ashamed of that. And I think that that's one of my things I like about you. Is like I said, you're very open with everything, and I really appreciate you talking about everything today. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. So first, let's first um, talk about like, um, you know, what it is to you, what it's like to you, and just, you know, give us a little bit, like I said, I read the definition, tell us what it is, what okay. it is to you. Uh, so for me, I definitely think that I have racing thoughts, create like, I would envision the re- the average person. I probably think a mile a minute more. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think crazy fast, and then I have attachment issues and identity issues. So one minute I'll be thinking I'm chilling, like I'm doing meditation, yoga, I'm eating healthy. The next minute I'm like eating fifty dollars in Cheetos a month, <laughs> like spicy Cheetos. <laughs> I'm like not working out, not doing yoga, not eating healthy. So it's like um, I'm a very extreme. Uh, I never could really keep relationships because they're very extreme. So it's like I love you so much, the vibe is so good, or it's like I kind of hate you, mm. and like, like, and it, it, it's 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 definitely uh, damaging. It's damaging if you don't take care of it. So I've been trying to take care of my my mental health. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly. It's a bad so, like, you were saying, like it's it's impacted your relationships like how impulsiveness Mm -hmm. um i used to cut myself when i was a kid so um but right now i don't do it because i learned my lesson Um, i'm glad to hear that yeah it's pretty awesome it's really great but um now i create non-stop i kind of go non-stop i go and i go and i go and so sometimes sometimes that's damaging too because then you have to hit a wall sometimes Mm-hmm. Um, unless you, I've, I've been doing therapy. You could do therapy on an app. That's my best friend is therapy. What app do you use? Now, really quick um, before, <laughs> sorry, before I just want to put a disclaimer out there that if you are someone who suffers and you are currently cutting or anything, there are resources out there. Um, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Caitlin. You can, if you need those resources, I will also list resources at the end of the episode as well. Um, but please reach out um if needed um but also what what's the app that you use um recently i, I was using an app called luna um okay. but can, I, can i talk about what i've been doing with minerals um i've been ordering i've been ordering and paying a herbalist okay. uh, because a lot of the time mental health stems from fatigue and fatigue is one of the symptoms of so I've been taking minerals to balance out my fatigue to um, keep me more vibrant as well. Um, so that's that's important too. Is health is 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 food and what you're digesting, what you're consuming. Okay. Um, herbs. Okay. Oh, my last name's Herb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about herbs. No, rosemary and basil. I bathe in it. Like I'm kind of, I'm definitely really holistic. Like I am. Yeah, so that's good. Holistic. Um, so that's a way to, I guess, help and cope with it, you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, so did you, if you want to talk about, like, if you have any significant, like, 
story up to you if you want to talk about maybe a significant story how um it has impacted your life having bpd good or bad it can be whatever you want honestly if it impacted your life in a good way or a bad way uh, if you want to share something like small um uh, yeah one thing that i struggle with as an adult is the impulsiveness so sometimes i self-medicate um now i medicate medicinally with med- marijuana okay um however uh impulsively so sometimes i want to chill so if i, if I want to hang out with a friend at five o'clock i'm gonna find a friend to hang out with at five o'clock mm. and that's necessarily bad until the only friend i can hang out with is someone that wants to like uh party all night or like or, yeah not have your best interests yeah 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 so like um that's a that's a problem i think i think that a lot of people with borderline struggle with that too it's like if they wanted something they're doing it and it could be like toxic got it okay and like have you always like when did you discover or find out or like when were you diagnosed and I started taking medication for bipolar and then at 17 they started thinking maybe um it's trauma and then as an adult at 21 um I've been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder thinking it's like um, an identity disorder stemming from trauma wow I'm so, so yeah. 11 and yeah. like at the time I always wanted to be my friends. So like, I knew that I was Caitlin, but I thought Caitlin was like everybody. Like I never necessarily, I think if you go through something rough as at a young age and you don't process it, I think it can become a disorder for me. It did. And I definitely wanted to be my friends. I wanted to be like a rock star. And like, if I couldn't be a rock star, it would ruin my whole day. Like I wanted to be an astronaut my whole life. Mm Got it. Yeah, definitely shot for the stars, and or I was manic depressed. Like I was always fatigued, and then making impulsive decisions, breaking, cutting, like very like toxic. Wow. And it never kind of went away. It was definitely like a disorder. Like stopped me from I would live a good life, work a good job, have a car, have an apartment, and like lose it all and not give a fuck, and like Mm. and then think that like and then start over. And then like do the same thing. It was becoming like a spiral, like a pattern, like more like yeah, like a disorder. Uh, so like basically like what I'm getting and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm getting a lot of it is like impulsiveness, like making decision impulsively or like wanting something and wanting it like right then and there and like okay. Okay. I, I'm learning so much. I feel better in like a toxic way. Okay. Like, I'm gonna do something because I feel like it yeah okay and like do you remember like life before your diagnosis or like ever like being confused about what you were feeling or anything or like yeah can I tell you a a story about my childhood I lost a friend at five years old I'm so um, sorry in the middle of in the middle of kindergarten so like in the middle of kindergarten my friend was choking and uh, passed away. Wow. And it was the same year as 9-11. So I was, I was, yeah, I was so super traumatized young. And then I kind of, it was kind of like hidden behind another trauma that I was dealing with young. And then like just a bunch of other things. So like, I'm just yeah. like, I was always emotional, always held on to certain things and always shut everything else out. So I think I thought it kind of forgot about, yeah, like identity and uh, not having a uh, good grip on like, yeah, my impulses. Wow. <laughs> 
No, I'm I'm seriously learning so much um, yeah. that I've never so known. Yeah. I found some positive traits of those with BPD. And I just wanted to share those um, really quickly because affirmations usually make you feel good. But before we get into affirmations, I want to share some positive traits about it. Um, so one, one positive trait that I found was like passionate. Uh, many people with uh, BPD experience extreme intensity or of passion when we find something that interests you. And that yeah. that could be a very good thing to have uh, passion. It's not you know necessarily a bad thing. It depends on you know what you're passionate about. But I definitely think that's a good trait to have as well. Um, also, individuality. Um, and I will definitely say you are so yourself and you're so like, just from knowing you, you've always been very like yourself and your own person. Um, but many people with BPD strongly, um, call it collectively or individually enjoy applying their abilities to new tasks. Um, so basically, um, and also spontaneous, uh, many people with BPD uh, practice the art of living in the moment, doing whatever it is they feel or they want to do in that moment. And as you were just literally talking about, um, <laughs> it's literally me. Oh man. <laughs> so it's some positive traits, um, to have, um, let me go. Oh, I love affirmations, but mine's get a little wild. Like I'd be like, I am a goddess. I am a queen. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. No, like I am too. Like I'm like I am like because when I was younger, I thought I was everything. Like that that was really my issue. Like and as corny as it sounds, I didn't know who I was. So I thought I was everything. Like I thought I was my friends. I thought I was what I was looking at. Like I didn't necessarily know about like identity. Mm. <laughs> that was definitely a part of my disorder. No, I, but that's a good mindset to have. I mean, in a sense, like, um, I mean, in a, in a healthy sense, you know, thinking that you're everything, you know, but um, today's affirmation is I am capable of doing anything I put my mind to. Um, I'll go first. Recently, I've been getting into things, you know, I'm trying to better myself and do things that make me happy and um, be more successful and, you know, try new ventures. So that's good for me because I feel like I'm trying to do new things and try, you know, and it's good to hear that I'm capable of reaching all my goals <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I really, I, I think what you're saying is so beautiful because I think of it in a literal sense, like anything you put your mind to, like really how your mind really whatever your mindset is is what you're gonna think what you believe in is is what's real so i think yeah like, like what you put your mind to knock like, fun <laughs> fact story time um one thing like with me like um i feel like this is gonna sound bad but there's been except i think just one job but usually every single job that i've ever applied to or really really wanted I've gotten either on the spot or like the next day. So, oh my goodness, that's really amazing. So, you have good energy. I hope. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> that's what I, so like when I think about that, that makes me feel like, okay, I can put, I can do anything I put my mind to. And I know that, you know, I have it in me because I've done it. So, that's 
a fun fact that I wanted to share, but yeah, um, any any job that I really, really wanted or, you know, really, you know, said I can picture myself there. And also manifestation is very real. Yeah, putting your, picturing yourself somewhere and then getting there is so real. I'm really learning that. That is like so real um, and so true. Um, but really quick, back to the subject, I wanted to bring up some statistics that I found. Um, so again, this is on the National Education Alliance for Borderline Personality Disorders website that I found these statistics. Let me see how recent this is. Um, it says 2021 on it. So we'll see. Like I said, I'm not, I've said in previous episodes, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm none of that. I like you would be a good therapist oh thank you i mean i need one my damn self but i feel like i (laughs) um but like i said i'm not any type of trained person i really just brought you know this is all you know conversation that we're having and i want it to be brought to light and i want it to be brought awareness to it so like i said i'm just putting that disclaimer out there anyway i appreciate i appreciate you not putting a stigma on talking about mental health because it's definitely one it's such a stigma and i hate it and i want to stop that and i want to like all these episodes and ideas that i have in mind for this month like i can't wait and like i really hope that i touch people and reach out to people because it's not talked about enough. And I, I, you know, I'm not that I just want to talk about it this month. I always want to talk about it, but this month I really, really wanted to make sure that I did these episodes. Um, but some statistics on BPD, um, it affects about 5.9% of adults at some time in their life. That's about 14 million Americans. Oh, that's well, it's a battle with myself so sometimes i think i'm alone so that was really cool to hear because i always think it's just me you're definitely not alone yeah Yeah. (laughs) um bpd affects about 50 percent more of more people than alzheimer's disease and nearly as many as schizophrenia and bipolar combined 2.2 2 2. 2.2 2.25 jesus sorry um but yeah that's pretty crazy (laughs) it's 50 more percent than Alzheimer's disease and nearly as many as schizophrenia and bipolar combined. Wow. Um, Also, BPD affects about 20% of patients admitted to psychiatric hospitals. And- Oh, the suicide rate is probably high. um, We're definitely gonna get into that as well. (laughs) Um, BPD affects about 10% of uh, people in the outpatient mental health treatment. Um, now that you've um, defined and you know, it's with it, but it's, it's, I, I used to not identify, I think now identifying with the diagnosis, I can, yeah, like look up statistics and, and not feel alone and feel no different ways that I can cope with it. But yeah, I, I don't feel defined by it and I don't think anyone should. I, I just think it's awesome to, to treat the symptoms and, and heal. And- yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, people aged 30 to 39 more often have borderline personality disorder than people 18 to 29, then 50 to 65, and then 40 to 49. So usually ages between 30 and 39 is like, looks like the highest. As far as the, back to your question about the suicide percentage, um, 
approximately 75% of those people with borderline personality disorder attempt suicide. Yeah. No, no, that's not good. That that can't be. That can't. That doesn't sit well. Like I think that you're like, that number has to go down. We definitely want to bring awareness and definitely want to bring that number down. I don't know how old this is. Let me see if I can find this. But uh, this was. I think this was. Yeah, this is from 2019. So I'm assuming it's probably around the same, you know, percentage. Um, but it's definitely more common than people know. Um, but I did want to um, also talk about maybe if someone, you know, is listening and, you know, maybe they will realize that it, they may even have it. Um, I wanted to find, I found somewhere that gave me really quickly nine symptoms. Um, and I want you to chime in as well. If you, you know, feel like, if you want to talk about each of these or one of them that really sticks out or whatever the case may be as I go through the list. Uh, so okay. um, unclear or shifting self-image. Yes, for uh, sure. Definitely unclear. I'm definitely always trying to find myself or thinking I'm something that I probably am not. Mm. Or I used to want to be my friend. So I was definitely a copycatter growing up and it caused a lot of issues um, in relationships. I can't really... It's hard for me to keep relationships or ba- have keep balanced relationships that don't become toxic because I um I can become superior or become really uh, submissive. Mm. So it's yeah, it's a balancing act for me. Mm. And let's see, another one was um, unstable in personal relationships. As you just said, you have struggled with relationships because of it. Um, so sometimes they become maybe unstable in interpersonal, um, with your interpersonal relationships. Um, mood swings, it yeah. says. Um, <laughs> fear of rejection or abandonment. That um, part. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I definitely attach myself to things because of, I think, the identity part. Um, I don't like letting things go. So, in my case, I'm, I'm a creative person, so... I make art, I make songs, I, I, I'll hum all day about a situation because I can't let it go. So I kind of just create, I, I've, I've learned to do that because um, my family is all artists. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I feel like if I wasn't, if I wasn't, I sing a lot. If, if it wasn't because of, if it wasn't for music, I don't know what I would do with that attachment issue. So I think for some people it's far worse. But for me, like, um, I, I, I'm pretty good with the attachment. I'm doing okay with that. Good. So you told me previously that you were um, diagnosed with bipolar disorder, um, and then it went to the borderline uh, personality disorder. I do think that there's a misconception between the two. Um, I think even I don't know the differences. So quickly, I do want to talk about maybe the differences between borderline personality disorder and versus bipolar disorder. Um, so borderline, so I'm just going to do BPD, borderline personality disorder, um, is a mental illness marketed by severe emotional dysregulation and bipolar disorder is a mood disorder characterized by depressive and manic states. Yeah. Yeah. Bipolar is off balance emotionally and being manic and manic, I'm manic depressed bipolar as well. 
So and then borderline is like what is what what is borderline? It's um severe emotional dysregulation. Oh yeah, my emotions are all over the place. So it's That's definitely, crazy. it's really, and then another thing, um, BPD has mood swings last from hours to days. Uh, BD, bipolar disorder, uh, mania can cause excitement, um, psychosis, and elevated confidence. Um and that's the difference between them. Um, BPD, uh, depression, impulsively, and unstable personal relationships are common. Um, in bipolar disorder, uh, depressive episodes can cause depression, feelings of guilt or fatigue. Um, yeah, so then, I feel like I have traits of both, but I think I'm more BPD. Yeah. Um, also BPD is typically early trauma and brain chemistry are associated with BPD and bipolar disorder is genes and chemical imbalance are linked to development of BD. So, um, usually BPD is caused by like a trauma typically or brain chemistry and then BD, um, is genes and chemical imbalances usually to develop that. So damn, I feel like I feel like I'm both. I'm all fucked up. No, I'm kidding. Well, you did. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like how Kanye West says, "I'm bipolar." It's awesome. That's totally how I am. So I joke around. I feel like you're very you're very positive about it, and like I said, you you make the most of it, and you don't let it. Like I know that there's probably days that are easier than others, but I feel like for the most part, you definitely make the most of it and try to deal with it the best way that you can and you know it doesn't really stop you from doing whatever you know you want to do thank you yeah the last thing um as far as treatment goes with bpd disorder bpd (laughs) with bpd um it's usually treated through therapy such as dbt which i don't know what that is but usually therapy. Um, And then BD says treatment options include psychotherapy and medication. Yeah. So I, uh, pharmaceuticals, Western medicine only really works for me when I get to that suicidal point to let me see the light. See, like weed, I medicate, I medicate with medicinal marijuana daily. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't take, I don't take psych meds daily, but I do get out of my manic cycles or depressive cycles where I do experience sometimes suicidal ideations. Um, so th- that's when I do use Western medications. Like um, I stay away from benzotrophines, I believe that's what it's called. I stay away from Xanax. I stay away from Conobin. I stay away from okay. um, all those things because I think it messes with your, I think you can become addicted to those, but I definitely, I, I medicate now at least medicinally for my own. And you did say that you like to be more holistic, so that's also another, you know. Um, um, Before we get into anything else, I want to talk about our small business shout-out, which Kate um, is a very um, frequent customer of their um, 
you know, their products. And I love a lot of their stuff they have. They have plus size fashion. Um, and I'm like really loving it. Um, it's called Beyond the Vibes. And you can follow the Instagram page. I will, of course, link it to the episode and include the link. Um, but it's Beyond, D-A-V-I-B-E-Z underscore. Um, so make sure you guys go check that out. Um, she has some really- Yes, they have some really cute stuff. I've seen some stuff that you posted before, um, but she has really cute stuff. For sure. And they're, they're so friendly and they're, uh, they're, they're reasonable. They're on point. They're yeah. Reasonable. And, you know, I like I like the plus size. And it's cute stuff. Like I said, I see yeah, some cute stuff. And they're bright. They're fun. Yeah, they're vibrant. Yeah, so again, check that out. And like I said, I will link it to the episode so you guys can shop there as well. Um, So I want to also, another thing is we talked about how you're, you know, learning, you learned that you're not really alone and, you know, more people actually have BPD. Um, I'm going to actually tell you guys some fun facts. Some of your favorite celebrities actually have BPD. Um, there's a few that I actually found out that I was like, I had no idea. Um, but Pete Davidson, he, um, he actually has BPD, uh, Jim Carrey. (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) I mean, I was just talking about Jim Carrey today and all the great movies that he has. Um, but he's, he's he's been very open about it and he is amazing. And he, you know, he's a very successful actor. So, um, also, Amy Winehouse, um, she oh, suffered. That's my favorite vocalist. She's amazing, too, but she suffered, too. Wow. So, um, and one of the last ones was Britney Spears. Ooh, Britney Spears. Also, wow. uh, Kanye, West does ha- Kanye West has it, right, you said? He is bipolar. Oh, okay. He is bipolar, and he talks about it. But I don't know about borderline. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to say that he has something that he doesn't. So we're not gonna do that. <laughs> I don't want Kim and Kanye to see me. I'm bipolar. It's awesome. No, oh, no, no. Sorry, it says I, but I. I don't know. What's he saying? I Kanye have... West says. I hate bipolar. It's awesome. Is that what he says? I hate him. Bipolar. It's awesome. I don't I'm, know. Some real I'm bipolar just... shit. <laughs> like, I'm just not trying to get like, sued. That happens to me. I'll switch up on my like. I'll be like, he's so cool. Then I'll hang up the phone and be like, he sucks. Oh. Don't do that to me. (laughs) No, no, in the moment. I'm like, no explanation. And they'll be like, what? I'm like, I was just (laughs) driven. As long as we don't hang up and you hate me after this. No. That's what I've been working on. So like as and as my as an I grew up as an adult, um, I stopped being diagnosed with bipolar and I started talking about my traumas. And then as they're talking about my traumas, um, I was diagnosed with borderline because it made more sense. It was more trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think opening up about your traumas and not being a little bit fat is also stigmatized because we need to talking about mental health. And it should be talking about like physical health, but you take care of your physical, you could take care of your mental. You have to be healthy, like mentally healthy and physically healthy. And for me, I have to be spiritually healthy. Yes. I'm off balance. So I take care of the three of those <laughs> so I, I'm not I don't do I don't do things like that but I definitely do things impulsively okay <laughs> no that's it's you know and you deal with it keep us so, so open that's why I think yeah I've always been open because it's kind of like I can't 
have to do it. Right. So people can get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I um, I think that's a like I said. I think you look at it, you know, very positive, as much as you can. Um, before we conclude the episode, I wanted to um just basically talk about wrap up and basically talk about like, you know, I know that you mentioned um you use holistic products to kind of cope with it. Like, what are some ways that you cope with? having BPD, your daily life, things that help. So the breathing technique, um, I would say uh, we're here because we have air, we're breathing. We're here because we're breathing. Like if you're not breathing, you're not here. So breathing matters. Um, if you, I, I, I personally practice breathing techniques, like Wim Hof breathing technique. Um, um, is, and there's ones where you could count, like count to five, count to six, Hold it in, like, we'll count to five, take a deep breath, whatever, like, uh, take your time, breathe. I think breathe in and breathe out, as simple as it is, um, that's, that matters. I just not not do that. I would just, like, speed all and just not chill out. Mm-hmm. Taking your time doesn't matter. Um, and then for meditation. Um, I recently I got into that. I love meditation. Yeah, it's changed my life. Um, Positivity has definitely changed my life. Otherwise, yeah, I'm off balance. I'm definitely the copycat and backstabbing friend when I was adolescent. But Mm -hmm. as an adult, I I saw how how damaging that is. How off balance that is, and how 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 it's really like how it's like oh, it's it's not you, it's me, it's really me. That's really why it it was it was like a uh, a realization. a spiritual a spiritual um, experience so that's why i'm spiritual too i think spiritual health or spirit yes being healthy spiritually is as important as physical health and as mental health so spirituality has helped yeah it's helped me keep balance with my mental health um so spiritually um I believe I believe that I believe in Jesus Christ, um, but also I believe that we're we're all gods. We all come from those who come before us. I come from those who come before me. Um, I believe in DNA and bloodline and ancestry. So that that's kind of who I meditate to when I pray to, and it, it, that's my spirituality, and it keeps me me, and it keeps me balanced. Okay, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else that you do that kind of brings you peace? Um... Or helping. Um, I, find, I find a lot of happiness in community, like the black community, um, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I find a lot of community in 570 in Scranton, um, my friends, um, my family, for sure. I think keeping community matters. It's like feeling alone. I'll feel alone. Um, it's inevitable to feel alone with my diagnosis, but keeping community uh, definitely is important to me. Yes. And I know you said something about chickens. You use, you have chicken. Oh, I love animals. Oh my God. So animals, I just love the vibes. Like I just, vibes are important to me. Vibration and frequency is important to me. Yes. So what animals, uh, they don't trigger me. So they actually are very therapeutic for me. And I have a best friend across the street. And my best friend has 36 chickens. And they're, they're my best friend. Yeah, they're my best friend. I help take care of them, and I play with them every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely animals. Animals are therapeutic. I think. I think they could be therapeutic for anybody. Yes. Well, thank you um, so much again for, like I said, being so thank open so and being honest and bringing 
awareness and talking about this with me. Um, I do want to go over some resources for help. Um, one moment, let me uh, pull this up. Links for other BPD resources. I'm definitely editing this out, so. <laughs> so fun, so cool. Okay, so um, I wanted to, like I said, talk about some resources. So there is our crisis helpline. Um, you can text um, 741741, can be used anywhere in the United States. Um, we also have BP World org um, providing information advice support to those affected by borderline personality disorder uh, we have the nhi the national institute of mental health as well um, that's out there um, they have a phone number three i'm sorry one 615 um, also we have of course the suicide awareness hotline 800-273-8255. And of course, all the resources that I named today will be um, linked with the episode. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for listening and being a part of it. We have a lot more episodes about mental health to come. May even have a part two of this episode. <laughs> um, Caitlin's Caitlin's so open and willing to share, you know, so much. And like I said, we want to break the stigma. We want to talk about stuff that nobody else is talking about. And and if they are talking about it, we want to talk about it more. Like we need, we need to get this out there. Um, so stay tuned. We have a lot of good mental health topics coming up. Um, and if you have any episodes that you want to hear about, you want me to talk about, please let me know and inbox me again, Caitlin. It's been so much fun. Um, yeah, it's been so fun <laughs> to have you here. Um, thank you again. Again, we got a lot to come and I'll see you guys next time.